0: Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Here we go. Overall, the purpose of public health policy is to create and maintain conditions that support good health and well-being for everyone in a society and to prevent the spread of illness and disease that can have negative impacts on individuals, families and communities. Actually, that's good, isn't it? <laughs> Very good, that is. Actually, I didn't write it. I asked chat GPT a question I asked them, what was the purpose of public health? Well, that was the answer. It's part of a longer article, but that's the upsum. Now, the big brain also mentioned promote and protect the health of the population, prevent and control the spread of disease, promote healthy behaviours and lifestyles, ensure access to safe and effective healthcare services, vaccination programmes, health education campaigns, disease surveillance and control measures, Environmental health regulations and development of public health infrastructure. Well, I guess that covers the ground. Public health professionals will forgive me if there's anything missing. Blame the machine. However, it does serve my purpose, which is public health is very complicated. It might be the complexity of public health that defeats it. Not that the public health community doesn't have some of the biggest brains in the business, It's a management maxim to say things are a mile wide and an inch deep or the other way round, an inch wide and a mile deep. Public health is a mile wide and a mile deep. Almost every part of our lives is in some way connected to public health. Education, housing, transport, the roads we walk and the air we breathe. Moreover, it straddles policy, spans Whitehall. If government were a tube of toothpaste, the stripe would be public health. Trouble is, It's not. Government is competitive. Departments vie for money, priority, airtime and attention. Government does not work in lockstep. It's not designed to, really. No more can we expect the Department of Education to work with local government's public health department than we can ask the Ministry of Defence to work with culture, media and sport, Probably the biggest issue facing the NHS right now, apart from the senseless strikes, is waiting lists. There's a huge public health dimension to waiting lists that I didn't realise. And I'm guessing not too many of you would have thought of it either. Why should you? Seven million waiting is seven million, a big number and a big problem. In fact, we didn't really know it was likely to be seven million until in 2021, Johnny Pearson Studdard, and co. at at LCP, forgive me, LCP, told us the list wasn't 5.8 million, but there was an estimated 7.8 million who were yet to come forward for care. Well, how right they were? Well, they've done it again. LCP are telling us this time waiting lists show geographical inequalities. Now, it's fair to say the elective recovery plan shows reasons for optimism, but the largest challenges still lay ahead. There is a 29%, 29% difference in the number of people waiting in the most and the least affected regions. LCP spell it out. The east of England have 12,918 per 100,000 people, the most people waiting for elective care. And the Southeast has the least, 10,000 per 100,000 people. The Southeast has also seen 18 months waiting re- lists reduced by 51% compared to the Midlands, which has only seen a 20% reduction. The analysis also highlighted that if the regional disparities weren't addressed, inequalities in health access would worsen. Think this is just part of the course? Well, think again, particularly if politics is the name of your game and getting elected is all that matters to you. Constituencies won by the Conservatives from Labour in the 2019 general election are concentrated in areas where unmet need is far above the national average. For example, Berry North constituency, where the Conservatives hold on by 105 votes, 105, the unmet health needs are 12% above the national average. The Haywood and Middleton constituency has unmet health needs of 26%, 26% above the national average. And the Conservatives there hold a majority by 1.4%. Ooh, ouch, levelling up. Level out, level off, level best. The level best we're doing may not be good enough, and I'll level with you. We might need to find the next level. Public health is like so many other parts of healthcare. It's a wash with data. Without data, we fly blind. With a blizzard of data the NHS has, it's like flying in a snowstorm. This intriguing report shows what you can do when you give the data to the real experts, like sushi chefs slicing and dicing. Now we know what we know, the question becomes, what are we going to do? Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly, and I hope we'll speak again soon. Bye-bye now.